भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरचेवनोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास जय मुदीर ये नष्टप्रायेशभद्रेशु निगवत सगवती उत्तम श्लोके रीडिंग फ्रम श्रीमद भागवत फोर्थ कैंटो चैप्टर फोर टेक्स्ट नंबर ट्वेंटी यज्ञशालाशु यज्ञशालाशु व्यक्तलिंग अवदूत सेंग अवदूत सेंट वह yours padavaye opulences pitaha o father asmat astitaha possessed by us yaha which opulences yajna yajna shala shu in the sacrificial fire na Not, duma vartma bihi, by the path of sacrifices. That anatrittehe, satisfied by the footsteps of the footstuff of the sacrifice. Ashu bhridhi bihi, satisfying bodily necessities. ट्रांसलेशन इन पर्पटाद My dear father, the opulence we possess is impossible for either you or your flatterers to imagine. For persons who engage in fruitive activities by performing great sacrifices are concerned with satisfying their bodily necessities by eating foodstuff offered as a sacrifice. We can exhibit our opulences. 
simply by desiring to do so. This can be achieved only by great personalities who are renowned self-realized souls. Purport. Sati's father was under the impression that he was exalted in both prestige and opulence and that he had offered his daughter to a person who is not only poor but devoid of all culture. The father might have been thinking that although she was a chaste woman, greatly adherent to her husband, her husband was in a deplorable condition. To counteract such thoughts, Sati said that the opulence possessed by her husband could not be understood by materialistic persons like Daksha and his followers, who were flatterers and were engaged in fruitive activities. Her husband's position was different. He possessed all opulences, but he did not like to exhibit them. Therefore, such opulences are called avyakta or unmanifested. But if required, simply by willing Lord Shiva can show his wonderful opulences. And such an event is predicted here, for it would occur soon. The opulence Lord Shiva possesses is enjoyable in renunciation and love of God, not in material exhibition of sense gratificatory methods. Such opulences are possessed by personalities like the Kumaras, Narada and Lord Shiva, not by others. In this verse, the performance of Vedic rituals are condemned. They have been described here as Dhumavartmabihi, those who maintain themselves on the remnants of sacrificial foodstuff. These are two kinds of foodstuffs offered. There are two kinds of foodstuffs offered in sacrifice. One kind is a food offered in fruitive ritualistic sacrifices. The other, the best, is food offered to Vishnu. Although in all cases Vishnu is the chief deity on the sacrificial altar, the performances of fruitive rituals aim to satisfy various demigods to achieve in return some material prosperity. The real sacrifice, however, is to satisfy Lord Vishnu and the remnants of such sacrifices are beneficial for the advancement in devotional service. Real sacrifice, however, is to satisfy Lord Vishnu and the remnants of such sacrifices are beneficial for the advancement in devotional service. The process of elevation by performing sacrifices other than those aimed at Vishnu is very slow and therefore it has been condemned in this verse. Vishwanatha Chakravarti has described the ritualistic performance to be like crows because crows delight in eating the remnants of food which has been thrown into the dustbin. All the brahmanas who were present for the sacrifice were also condemned by sati. Whether or not King Daksha and his flatterers could understand the position of Lord Shiva, 
Sati wanted to impress upon her father that he should not think her husband to be without opulence. Sati, being the devoted wife of Lord Shiva, offers all kinds of material opulences to the worshippers of Lord Shiva. This fact is explained in Shrimad Bhagavatam in the 10th canto. Lord Shiva's worshippers sometimes appear more opulent than worshippers of Lord Vishnu because Durga or Sati, being the superintendent in charge of the material affairs, can offer all material opulences to the worshippers of Lord Shiva in order to glorify her husband. Whereas the worshippers of Vishnu are meant for spiritual elevation and therefore their material opulence is sometimes found to decrease. These points are very nicely discussed in the 10th canto. Thus ends the Bhakti Vedanta purport. <coughs> so, Sati is making a very, very powerful statement. She tells her father that all the opulence that you have, they are limited because they are meant for satisfying your bodily necessities. And all the sacrifices that you are doing is meant for fruitive results. So this kind of fire sacrifices for fruitive results are condemned by Sati. And in contrast she speaks about their opulence. My dear father, the opulence we possess is impossible for either you or your flatterers to imagine. She realizes, she, she communicates to her father and all the other brahmanas who are sitting there and doing all this sacrifice. He condemned their activity. The purpose of their activity she condemned. Just like Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, do not be a miser. So in the same way, even the Brahmanas, everybody who are assembled there, they are nothing compared to the opulence of Sati and Lord Shiva. Because they are completely transcendental servitors of the Supreme Lord. Lord Shiva is a pure servitor of the Supreme Lord. And being so, not that he does not have facility for sense gratification, etc. Like Daksha. For Daksha, for Daksha, many material facilities are in a manifested manner appear to him and he feels possessive over it. I have this, I have that, I have this. These are all manifested. And here it is said that Lord Shiva has opulences 
which are avyakta, unmanifested, and just for his desiring, any material opulence he can manifest. Because of his transcendental position, because of him being a direct servitor of the Lord, all the opulence are at his command. So therefore she says that we are far, 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 far richer than you are. And this is actually an asset of a Vaishnava. An asset of the Vaishnava is his bhakti. An asset of a Vaishnava is his relationship with Krishna. This is the asset of the Vaishnava. At least in the mind, the Vaishnava does not think that anything else is a wealth for him. Anything else is an ability he has got. Nothing, he does not depend on all these flickering abilities in this material world. In each body, we might have got so many different types of abilities, strengths, all those things. But they are all temporary. As long as the body remains, you have that ability. The body goes away, then you don't have that ability. So what is the point in, in, in feeling possessive that this is my ability, this is my body even? So Daksha's pride is from his possessions. Just see, we, we, we discussed several times how Daksha was proud because of comparison of, of himself with Lord Shiva. What all he has got, what all Shiva does not have. Became proud. Suddenly, all of a sudden, he saw that he does not have all these things yet. How is he getting so much respect? So he saw one item which was more than what he was getting. So pride to envy. It became envy. But why did pride at all come in the first place? Pride always comes from possessions. Possessing power that somebody else does not have. Possessing money that somebody does not have. Possessing abilities that someone does not have. Possessing things which somebody does not have. From that pride comes. From pride envy comes. Comparison. From pride comes comparison, comparison comes envy. And pride and envy will lead to fall down. When pride comes, then he thinks everybody in this world is his competitor. Then he gets into a competition mood. How can I show off that I have more than what he does not have? All this network of sense gratification comes, subtle sense gratification. 
all these things are a big obstruction to the real wealth which is bhakti <clears throat> with pride envy and all one cannot taste the holy name at all lord chaitanya has instructed when you can chant the holy name of the lord opposite of pride and envy humility and compassion these qualities humility compassion gratitude these are all these are the things these are the emotions that rule the heart of a vaishnava not this false self confidence and and self importance and self glorification the biggest enemies for bhakti and all these enemies are available along the path of our devotion service all gross enemies we have left outside the world and come into the prabhupads association into the temple into the krishna consciousness movement now the next challenge is all subtle enemies are they rise up because they are all anarthas they are sitting in our subtle body really are serious about approaching krishna really serious about going back to krishna we should not simply take false satisfaction in being in iskon we should not take false satisfaction in 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 executing big big services it has its place the attitude of service is what the devotee is always careful about and what is the attitude servant of the servant of the servant for everyone for every vaishnava the attitude of being the servant of the servant in a, in doing devotion service is self protection it protects creeper of bhakti and higher the spiritual position higher the spiritual responsibility higher is the challenge to maintain this attitude of servitude because this material world is always ready to glorify and chadao the living entity
Oh, you did this, you did that, you did that. Different achievement for Prabhupada. Oh, I did this for Prabhupada, that, that for Prabhupada. So many things I did. When you forget that Prabhupada and Krishna is doing, then you forget. Then you become proud. When pride comes, then there is a false self-confidence. There is real self-confidence and false self-confidence. Real self-confidence, when we connect our self with Krishna, with Krishna's help, Anything is possible. That is self-confidence. False self-confidence is simply think that I can do anything. Or I have done it, I have done it, I have done it. By forgetting Krishna is a main doer. I was a servant. Master is somebody else. So every devotee is pitted against this big challenge of not developing this independent attitude. Dependent attitude means what? He knows that what power he has what service he has is coming from top, is descending. So when I use that power, when I use that influence, one does not forget that it is on behalf of Prabhupada and Krishna. For instance, very simple, <clears throat> in our Krishna Consciousness movement, we have temple president. Now he has an authority. He has a responsibility. He has the responsibility to engage the devotees in devotional service to direct them and engage them in devotion service on a daily basis. The responsibility. And devotees, temple president tells somebody, do something, he immediately does it. Why does he do it? Not because temple president said, it's because the power for the temple president, the authority for the temple president is coming from the GBC. Again, another body of Vaishnavas. Nobody is independent. The temple president may have working independence. 
working independence is different doesn't mean the attitude of independence attitude of independence is not then vaishnavism is lost working independence is different even in working independence there has to be a constant consultation with vaishnavas with higher authorities there is no consultation if the temple president thinks that i no need to take any help from the gbc then he, just like in a temple devotee if he doesn't think that this authority i should follow because this is divine system that propada has given if he doesn't think that if he forgets that then he will become disobedient and when he become disobedient temple president will call and preach to him are how will the temple run here you have to follow what is being told somebody has to give instruction others have to follow no only so many activities are there all together we can serve prabhupad so you have to follow prabhupad system you will preach to him that does not mean the present temple president himself should not forget that he also should always be in consultation he should not think that i am self sufficient i don't need anybody's advice i don't need anybody's guidance just because working independence is there working independence therefore temple president's job is a it's a spiritual responsibility why it is a spiritual responsibility because you have got so much working independence yet you have to maintain your attitude of servitude this is a challenge independence is not for enjoying independence is for working in the entire system nobody is 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 free or nobody is thinking should think he is independent even the gbc should not think his responsibility bhagavatam purport propat says gbc doesn't do that work properly emraj will question them you have to answer emraj jivas are not independent that attitude should be out under the system of propad under the divine dispensation under the arrangement of the providence always i am servant of the servant either this servant or that servant or that servant of the servant attitude so devotees always they don't have self confidence they always consult discuss even if they are sure once more they will ask and confirm is okay not over confident so why should i ask why should i discuss especially when difficulties come this vaishnava association vaishnava association is required not for temple devotees alone it requires for temple president also it requires for nimishis also everybody these are principles of bhakti principles of bhakti means everybody needs that everybody has to follow that 
if the temple president doesn't follow that in attitude then it is hypocrisy that you ask the devotees in the temple to follow you say is attitude problem yes we identify attitude problem we are expert in identifying attitude problem but we don't we tend to forget that whether i have a attitude problem okay maya can attack everybody it is natural it is easy to correct others than to correct oneself very difficult very difficult that is why we have to cultivate the attitude of being self critical not self importance self glorification but self critical that will save us people who are self critical are always cautious not over confident they are cautious they are careful they don't speak the first thing that comes in their mind they are self critical they think twice think thrice one over confident people just pluck oh, i know what is i can't be wrong so there are so many obstacles in the path of bhakti unless we have the unless we aim at the opulences of a vaishnava this called vaishnava's opulence here shiva's opulences is what never thinks he possesses anything if i have power it is borrowed if i have things it is borrowed if i have money it is borrowed if i have bhakti it is gifted not earned nothing is mine so a devotee he feels very light when you have so many possessions then you have to protect those possessions and so many things so many your, your mind gets into complication a vaishnava has minimum things for his self preservation and always light light of possessions for the sake of krishna's service he he will accept possession he will accept position he will accept possessions power everything he accept money If the attitude is there then he can accept unlimited money for krishna's work but attitude is very important otherwise when money comes money will become the devotee's master when money is not there you run after it you want to be the master you get it then money will become one's master 
same thing anything in the material world any desire material desire will make us servant of that object of desire i i want to be servant of the servant of the lord i want to be servant of the lord i don't want to be servant of anything disconnected from the lord anything is connected to the lord i want to be the servant of the servant anything disconnected from the lord no i don't want i don't want possession i don't want association from them anything connected to the lord eh, any drop available anywhere i will take it now sati says here that we are so opulent your what you have is nothing because lord shiva has got avyakta opulences that means simply by desiring anything he can give that's why it's called ashutosha he can desire he gives all opulences to all the and here it is said sati she herself has got so much power she satisfies all the desires of devotees of lord shiva she satisfies just see the transcendental consciousness of sati and lord shiva they free from all possessions yet they feel that our real wealth is krishna consciousness real wealth is and she thinks her her real wealth is her devotion to her husband lord shiva and she is able to see that the real wealth of lord shiva is his constant meditation on lord vasudeva as we read in the previous purport any questions Harishnuru, regarding consultation. Regarding? Consultation. Consulting the senior devotees' authorities. So sometimes, uh, uh, practically, some, I assigned to some work. I was assigned some work. So while doing, uh, I know that I can finish in some two, three days. But uh, actually, uh, I am clear what I am doing. But I have some doubts if you go and put into the uh, authorities, they'll put some conditions. i know that if you if you take care of those conditions i cannot produce my result in within those days so i feel that better to not ask please continue so that i can produce some result at least hmm. but with conditions i know that i cannot produce in the uh, uh, given time so uh, that kind of thinking sometimes i'm i'm facing that uh, kind of issue so then when it comes you ask the person because somebody has assigned you the work the result you have to produce as per his instruction and why do you bother if he if he says no produce after two days do it properly do it like this then do it why we are getting stuck with that target or if the target is so not changeable uh, let's say you cannot shift janmashtami two days later janmashtami is janmashtami at that time you communicate within this limited time i cannot improve all these things 
you communicate to your authority now whoever is giving you service that i can only do this much not out of ego it actually takes time so what see you can discuss anything you can communicate anything the issue is not about details of whether you know deadline or whether i should consult attitude of consulting is important you may consult you may not consult does the temple president consult everything from gbc no attitude of consultancy is required attitude of following is required the temple president should think i have been appointed by the gbc all the authority i have is given from the gbc i am answerable to the gbc and then he does not have to consult everything everybody everything but if the attitude is there suppose something is complicated in the temple he should consult you should not egoistically keep it you should consult transparently consult if the individual gbc cannot answer it should be taken to the whole gbc body where there is collective intelligence these things act in a very mystical way can gbc do mistake collectively possible also but but not always probability is less if one person is doing something the probability is more of doing mistake two person less probability body of 10 people even lesser probability nothing is perfect in this material world when it comes to practical things but attitude can be perfect bhakti can be perfect bhakti or attitude of service can be free from pride we should seek perfection for that so that is what we have to take in all these things you have to take the lesson of attitude details are all technical things just like a new bhakta he has to ask everything now after he got little experience he should not become his attitude should not change that now i am independent he should not think attitude should not think but his responsibility can become independent i am able to handle now more i don't have to ask everything why because if i have to ask everything then you know the output is very less so responsibility a devotee takes more responsibility it is very much appreciated but more responsibility keeping the attitude in mind that anything i want to know more any time i am confused i'll go back anything is complicated i i'll go back i'll discuss i want to be sure routine no problem i don't want to bother 
so that is important any other question grandraj uh, here one question arishna prabhu prabhu in the material world there is something called as positive reinforcement and negative reinforcement they say that when we negatively reinforce ourselves like some people say you should not uh, uh, talk about yourself in a negative manner like i don't have any abilities i am not good so eventually the productivity of that person comes down so they say you have to talk about yourself positively that i am the best i am good at my abilities so in the uh, in the spiritual world does the same apply or is it different no you see these are all material formulas what happened the material world these uh, um what are they called ah motivational speakers motivational speakers their job is very simple boost your ego he is from stage he gets in to get till he gets down boost your ego boost 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 your ego you are so low motivated that means he is a false ego feeder every motivation speaker is a false ego feeder now the point that you that you mentioned is very interesting point it's correct if we are negative then it is not good but we are negative about our own ability but we are very positive about krishna connecting to you and giving you the ability so we have to be positive that krishna will give me all ability that is required to do his service we have to be very positive we have to be that positivity is spiritual i can do it you can win also you can do it all these thing chada 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 if karma is there you will win is not there you will be depressed so false false ego boosting is is uh, increases the you know number of uh, uh, psychiatric patients and anyway, we as per karma only you'll get and uh, it increases the number of books sold why why the number of books sold increases because 10 people read this book you can do it you can do it you can do it 10 people will read it all, all these 10 people have their own karma let us say out of that uh, three people had the karma of actually he can do it so he will succeed seven people will fail seven people who fail will not talk about this book anymore three people who succeeded will talk about this book and sales will increase but the reality is that he has made seven psychiatric patients and three people got what they earned only 
their own karma, nothing new. So all these traps, Vaishnavas can see like this, you know, not bring Krishna in. Let somebody give a motivational talk based on Krishna. That is our Bhagavatam classes. Give up false ego. Have faith in Krishna. Be servant of the servant. When you think of servant of the servant, you also have to think who is a master. When you think of the master, my master is God. How much self-confidence comes? Isn't it? How much spiritual pride comes? Spiritual pride comes. That I am servant of God. Pride is not the word, but spiritual strength comes. Pride is not the word. In pride what happens? Again comparison. You are not servant of God. I am servant of God. My master is God. Your master is not God. Pride comes there. <laughs> you get spiritual strength. So when you tell something about yourself, I am nothing. Like, like for instance, somebody told Prabhupada, Prabhupada, I am nothing. Prabhupada said, no, you are something. So nothing means you are denying reality. You are something. You are servant of Krishna. It's not a small thing. Servant of Krishna. I don't have abilities. Yes, if one thinks that let us say I don't have when you say I don't have ability you really mean I don't have enough ability to do that work. I cannot deny reality. Some ability I have. The real meaning is that I don't have the, all the ability that is required for that. Yoga Kshemam Mahamiham. Krishna will give me for his service whatever I lack. He'll provide me. See, these are all faith. So devotees work on faith. Not on falsely boosting this self. When we succeed, you give credit to Krishna's help. Why do you need a boosting? Because next time when you take up the job, your, your, your whole goal is to get the job done. That time again Krishna will provide. I don't be in possession of this and that and all these things. All, you know, whatever we have in our bodily ability, even if it lasts whole life, it lasts only whole life. It ends. I have a beautiful body. It lasts till the end of life. That's all. Everything is temporary. Because in this material world, people think their body is the most precious thing. I'm a very intelligent man, I'm a rank holder, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. How long? Better think that, you know, temporarily I'm possessing something. I'm having this 
it can go away kala can take away everything position fame name fame like this in one second it can go away fame in the material world because kala is ruling all these things if mercy of krishna is there for krishna's service if it is protected it will be protected if mercy of krishna is not there if no shelter is there of the vaishnavas na shoshasi vinangshasi krishna se atachetvam ahankaran na shoshasi vinangshasi dham when will all fall according to kala if your kala is good you no, everything is going great krishna's mercy krishna's mercy is kala's mercy waiting next downfall come as per kala the wave wave went like the due to kala the wave went like oh krishna's mercy krishna's mercy because he is externally measuring all these things krishna's mercy so now because he is proud he is does not have the shelter of the devotees and vaishnavas he is independent attitude has changed that grafil kasat coming down go oh, down what happened to krishna's mercy krishna's mercy comes in the form of kala everything falls but if somebody is always in the shelter of krishna then krishna will protect as much as is negative things also the kala wants to hit you he will protect you to the degree to which it will help your bhakti because there also krishna's focus is is to purify our consciousness to make us dependent more on him, more and more on him so it is his mercy so therefore we say whatever happens in devotee's life is for good i have to learn something from it and become a better vaishnava prindaraj shrimad bhagavatam ki jai jagat guru shila prabhupad ki jai